We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, Grinders. Welcome to Roto Grinders today. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. If you want to follow me on Twitter, and it's Thursday, September 7th. And I got Will Priester here, Chief Justice, as we talk about primarily today, this morning, about the NFL showdown slate for tonight Chiefs versus Lions. We also got some MLB action. A small slate tonight, some uh, some props, some pick them, some a little bit of everything. Talk to you a little bit about the tools, the premium content here at Roto Grinders. So hit that thummy thumb button. You know how much I like the thummy thumbs in the morning. Hit the subscribe button if you're new here. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live. Will, first game of the NFL season. Uh, are, are, you, are you excited about NFL or you're more excited to not have to worry about mlb you just i'm done mlb like, oh we, we get tired of after the whole summer not me like, like I, I, I'm, I, I'm ready for something new well yeah i'm definitely ready for nfl but i think the exciting thing for me with nfl is now i have you know especially with me being in the props pick them streets i have more things to add with other things that i will like so you know i i'm still going to be in the mlb streets looking for you know some of my top plays but now I get NFL to add into that, which should, Blender, and I, I'm hoping, in to increase my ROI. My ROI has been fine, uh, obviously, over the past couple of months. I, I do I track them, obviously. But um, I'm hoping, you know, with NFL here, it, it is good to break up the monotony, not have the same thing every day. But I'm, I'm going to write enough MLB out until the end. That's my bread and butter. And, and people can check out your stuff in, in, our, in our Discord, Chiefs Prop Shop. It is a, it is a, uh, it's not even a premium channel. Like it, you don't even have to be a Roto Grinders premium member to even be a part of it. As long as you have a Roto Grinders account, you could get into our Discord. And let me tell you that uh, for the audience, that prop shop goes 24 7. I mean, Will, there are people, I mean, dude, I'll, I'll wake up to go to the bathroom at like 2 30 in the morning, <laughs> three in the morning. 
and I'll go, let, let's see what's going on in the Roto-Grinders Discord. And I'm primarily checking, you know, like, let's see the, the bat, the Blitz channel, mm-hmm. the NFL, MLB. You know, I have a channel, Blender's Game Theory. Absolutely. Did anyone post a question for me there? And, dude, I don't I don't see a time when that when your channel name isn't, like, like lit up as far as, like, being active messages. And they're, in like, it's, like, What's going on? Like Asian esports and, and <laughs> European tennis, and, and yeah, it, 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 it's just it's a lot of times it's chaos in there. A lot of times it's just it's uh, people trying to get trying to get numbers before they move, and then they don't, and then they get limited, and then then this thing can I pair this with that? It's I don't I don't even, I don't even know how you handle. It. Uh, well, listen, you know I I try to handle it with. with as much grace as I can, you know, uh, we did recently try to get it back to a little bit more manageable. It just got kind of toxic in there for a little bit. And, and by toxic, I mean, you know, it's younger guys, they like to troll and, and that's fine. Like, you know, everybody's going to tilt, everybody's going to troll. We kind of went to the extreme. So I think we've got it back to a, a manageable, positive place now, which is kind of how we started. And, uh, you know, I always tell everyone like, look, I'm, I, I don't try to be the smartest person in the room. And so there's some some other guys in there that are that are really good. And I mean, you learn that if you've been there, you know, over time. But I'm just all about the community. So the thing is, we can all make money together in the pick them streets and be fine. I'm not trying to take away from you taking down the showdown by yourself tonight. We're all just trying to make money against the sites. And so when you keep that mentality, it can definitely change your process in terms of how you view the process of others, you know, because sometimes we think we're smarter than everyone. And guess what? The secret is we're really not. The smartest person know how to trust other people like yourself, like Noto, like Chop, you know. Um, and I'll tell you a short story that I'm done, but, you know, I didn't start out in DFS. I started out in the financial industry and I got sat my butt down and got better by going to Roto Academy and reading articles and listening to, to people that were smarter than me. And when you learn that, you you, you become a a good person you become someone that can be a resource because you just use the resources of others right one one of the things in business that that i've i've always learned in running my entrepreneurial projects is that that stick to your core competencies and outsource everything else to something to someone that yes. that is their specialty so you know i know we, we talk about daily fantasy sports we talk about props we talk about pick them we talk about all this stuff like yes i was always a sports fan like I come exactly. across, oh, I don't watch the games or anything like that. It's good. it's because I'm outsourcing that during NBA season. I'm not going to be the one that figures out the rotations for these teams. That's, that's what the we projections have. team for, yeah. right? That's what we have a projections team for. That's why we have Andy and SBK and Bob Reeves and and Allen and everyone behind the scenes doing that. So they'll do that throughout the day, and then I could show up and oh, here are the numbers. Right now, now it's time to make my lineups and my core competencies and game theory. So it's like, what are other people going to do? How do I leverage that information? And and I, I just outsource everything to everyone else. So like with props and pick them like, like, oh, who do you like today? It's like, I'm just going to look at the numbers from the people that that build the models better than I could possibly do. And then, you know, maybe if you wanted some context, we do have a props and pick them package here at uh, at Roto Grinders. And uh, and you could check out uh, you know what people have posted and will I know you post a lot of a lot of Pickem stuff yeah but uh, before we get into that we'll, we'll we'll talk a little bit about Pickem 
for MLB and NFL tonight a little bit later. But you mentioned the most important thing that you're going to let me win solo tonight. Like I'm, I'm going to be able to find that 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 unique lineup that isn't going to be duped. The question, the question is, will I think the biggest question on this slate tonight is, will that lineup contain Travis Kelsey or will it not contain Travis Kelsey? And what and what what are you what what is your plan? I mean, obviously, we'll get inactives. Like if he's yeah. inactive, we'll yeah. get that ninety minutes before, and you don't have to worry about it. I think that we sh- we need to talk out. Like what happens if he's active? I mean, he's 12K if we see yeah. if we see here. Like the blitz projections actually have him out, and our RG projections have him in. Mm-hmm. And even in our if you're a premium member, you get this like sh- uh, showdown sim. Uh, yeah, which is a really good tool. Really good. Right. Tool. Right. I'll just show a little bit over here. We have a showdown content hub. He's even included all the statistics on the simulations with Kelsey in and Kelsey out. So you could weigh that this afternoon if you're a premium member. Obviously, click on that link in the description. Get $10 off your first month. Roto-Grinders combo premium. You get everything. Uh, But let's not talk about whether or not Kelsey is going to be active or not. Mm -hmm. I think the more important thing is if he's active, do you... Do you treat him like, like a twelve k wide receiver, or do you how how do you how do you how do you handle everything? I mean, do you, would you expect if he's active to play the normal complement of snaps and usage? So let let me let let's do this, Blender. I'm going to answer your question with how I'm going to approach the slate, and and I think it'll all tie in. So for me. Um, and you, I think you kind of, we've been around each other long enough. You kind of know my style of play because people do have a style of play in DFS, believe it or not. I'm, I'm taking a full fade on Kelsey, whether he's in or out. Well, obviously, but I'm saying if, even if he's in, I'm going full fade. I'm just going to get rid of it no matter what. Um, I'm going to, let's say, trust the fact that I think this is a bigger injury than, than I think they're trying to make it because it's week one. And I'm taking the full fade, and I'm gonna ride the Detroit side. For full disclosure, I picked Detroit to win this game prior to the Kelsey in, uh, injury. If you listen to Food for Thought, uh, we recorded that on Monday night uh, before there was even a Kelsey injury. I was taking Detroit to win this game anyway, so uh, I, I'm gonna be much heavier on the Detroit side in showdown than the Chiefs. And that's not saying, hey, I'm not playing. That's not saying I'm not playing Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, I'm going to have Mahomes. I'm going to have Chiefs players. But my scripts are going to be built around Detroit winning this game. And so hopefully, uh, I'm going to be unique enough anyway. Getting back to your primary question, what am I doing with Kelsey? If he's in, I'm still going full fate, and I'll live with those results. I'm perfectly fine if he comes out and gets 30 fantasy points tonight. Not going to bother me one bit. But I'm going with the full fate. Because the question really isn't – I mean, the two questions that you have with if Kelsey is active is how much is he going to play? Mm-hmm. And if he, depending on how much he plays, can, is he worth 12K? Correct. Like, it's not this type of thing where, where, oh, Kelsey's, maybe he's going to play 50% of the snaps, but he's 6K, right? Or right. something, you know, right. like where he's cheap. Like, dude, right. he's, he's priced 200 less than Mahomes. Yeah. So 
So for Kelsey to make like the optimal like nut lineup in showdown, he's got to have two or three touchdowns. Right. He's, he's, he's got to outperform Amon Ross St. Brown. He's got to outperform Jared Goff and Gibbs and Montgomery and Pacheco and all these other guys. Even even if Kelsey gets the if Kelsey goes three for forty two with one touchdown at twelve k, he may not make. The, I mean, unless it's a really low scoring game, right? Like twelve k for what the five eleven points. I mean, three for forty two and one touchdown would mean for him to be completely optimal. Thirteen, it'd be thirteen points. So like, and, and very low passing yards on both sides. Right. Which, which I don't think that's the outcome of this game. I mean, look, we've seen some rough games in our days, Blender, because we've done a lot of showdown shows together over the years. We've seen some rough ones. I, I don't see any scenario where both of these quarterbacks are 150 or under unless, like, it just turns into a tsunami of bad weather out of nowhere. I, I, don't, see any, I don't see any way either of these quarterbacks are under 200. Well, well the second question on Kelsey – is related to ownership. And you know that that's more of my style of playing that at 12k if he's active, we have to expect the field isn't going to be stupid. Like if you told me that the field was going to play Kelsey at an ownership as if he was fully healthy, like let's say he was fully healthy. I mean, 12k Kelsey could be 60% owned, right? Oh yeah. And the flex Absolutely. 15% in the in the captain, that's not going to happen even if he's active. That's not going to happen. So yeah. at what point, even at 12K, could Kelsey potentially be worthwhile playing? I know it's much higher risk, much higher variance. Yeah. Like, well, and the extreme example, if I told you Kelsey in the captain was going to be less than 1% owned oh, and in the man. flex less than 10% owned. I have to play him now. Like, I have to. It's I can't because here's why. He could very well, and this is an outcome, which is why, you know, you look at the tools, like we deal in outcomes and that's statistics and probable. I'm not going to get into probability right now, but my point is. Well, yeah, yeah, for the range of outcomes, but the point is that like there is an outcome where he's active and he just plays as Travis Kelsey, right? And he plays right. 95% of the snaps, goes for eight for 120 and two touchdowns. We... I think that's a less probable outcome, but it's, it's not. Probable. A, it doesn't not exist. Let's talk through this one as well, Blender. Here's something that's less probable, but probably more probable than eight for one twenty and two. He plays fifty percent of the snaps, but a hundred percent of the red zone snaps, and still catches three touchdowns for like thirty yards. Or, or that like, shovel pass, or they do that shovel yes, pass crap. Right, right, right. He comes across the line. They're two yards out. That that's. 7.2 points just off that just off right. that play alone. I mean the issue the issue here will is that even if he scores the problem is that he's 12k I mean like right right like right. he still needs he still needs to put up a normal Travis Kelsey type and type of score absolutely regardless. absolutely 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 I'm with you 100 percent um but but here but here's the question will you're you're, you're full fading Kelsey you're going I don't care if he's active or inactive right mm -hmm. I'd much rather from a game theory perspective, hope that he's active and yes. there's like less of him, right? Absolutely. You much, you much rather not. You'd much rather have people play him and you fade him than him just being inactive and who cares? Yeah, absolutely. If he's active, does that mean if you're fading him that you're 
you're going to play the situation that like Noah Gray gets 75% of the snaps. Like where, where does this ball go? They, the, the chiefs may literally have seven receivers active. They do that when Kelsey's playing. Right. So, 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 so that's the other thing too, Blender, right? Like if you go and just look at like their historical stuff, even when Kelsey was there last year, they still had two catches for uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, a catch for, you know, MVS, two catches for Noah Gray. Blake Bell would have a catch. Like, the ball's all over the place. Jarek McKinnon has four catches. Isaiah Pacheco has two catches. I mean, just – Justin random... Watson has a, has a 20-yard catch. Right, right, right. 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 So it's like they're going to spread it out anyway. I will say just in terms of coming out of camp – it does look like Sky Moore is going to have a much bigger role this year. Um, but the ownership on him, if if Kelsey's out, is going to be there anyway. But it does look like he could, he could, and I'm saying could, we, week one we don't know, he could be the next guy in line for target share. Um, but once again, like I said, we don't know that. Um, but but I, I do feel like I know more about Detroit which is why I'm so heavy on this Detroit side. I will say this, uh, Blender, I will lock Patrick Mahomes in today. And and you probably saw that coming. Patrick Mahomes will get the lock button from me. Um, And whether I decide to fade him in the caption or not is still TBD. I'm still trying to kind of work through that. But if I fade him, like he's 100% going into flex every build I have. And then I just have to decide how much captain – or just yes or no. Um, I'm leaning towards no Captain Patrick Mahomes right now. The problem is he's got to account for most of his offense, which is what's kind of got me on the fence a little bit at, at this present recording. But um, full fade on Kelsey, lock button Patrick Mahomes, load up on Detroit. That's where I am. Well, Mahomes can go off for 30 points, and everybody else in this team could have 10 fantasy points. Right. Um. Uh, that, to me, that's that's the mo- that's the more interesting strategic note. Most of my teams uh, that I'm going to build, and I'm not going to build many. I mean, I I don't pl- I don't play 150. I, I'll play 10 to 20, 20, 20 lineups. That I'm playing more of Detroit because of they're much more condensed than than the Chiefs are. I don't know if I'm frozen or Will is frozen. It's one of the two. Okay, looks like Will is frozen, but he'll he'll be back in a second. Uh, so let me explain. Like, we have that if if Kelsey's out, if Kelsey's completely out, like the Chiefs have so many places to go. I think even if you think Chiefs are gonna win. It's much more likely that Patrick Mahomes has 300 plus yards, four touchdowns, but like not none of the receivers get like more than 10 points. None of the running backs get more than 10 points. That if it's a competitive enough game that Detroit, their production is much more narrower. So like my lineups are much more likely to include like I'm I'm going to be building as of now with the with Kelsey out. I'm much more likely to build at least three lions into every lineup, if not four. I'm much more likely to do two, four lineups with Patrick Mahomes and captain even 
right? A lot of times people play the quarterback and the captain like, oh, you need two receivers in the flex. This may be the type of slate where the Chiefs score five touchdowns. They go to five different people, right? Now, everyone is cheap on the Chiefs outside of Patrick Mahomes with, with Kelsey out. But, like, once you start plugging in this stuff, I mean, I'm much more likely to play Patrick Mahomes, like, to be a top, it's much more likely that Goff or Amon Ross St. Brown or even Gibbs or Montgomery score more points than, than Rashi Rice or Justin Ross or Justin Watson or, I mean, or, or a lot, a lot of those players because the Chiefs will just literally spread the ball around to everyone. So Will is back. Yeah. So, so I, I was trying to explain while you were gone that, and I, I think you were highlighting it with what. Now, you think the Lions are going to win the game. I don't care whether or not the Lions win the game. I yeah. think even with even with the, the Chiefs winning the game, that they spread the ball around so much that in a showdown format, it's much more likely that Amon Ross St. Brown and Goff and Gibbs and Montgomery and Marvin Jones even, like some of these guys, like get more points, raw points, then even though like, okay, you could go down and get Justin Ross at 1K. And if he gets two catches for 20 yards and a touchdown, like that's 10 points. But he yeah. still made just, still may only be the ninth or 10th highest scorer on the slate and not make the nut lineup because Jamar Gibbs has 11 and a half or, right. or, or Marvin Jones has 12. Like, like I'm not saying the Lions put up, the Lions players necessarily put up a ton of points. But it's quite possible you look at it's quite possible. This is a type of game where Patrick Mahomes in the captain and five Lions in the flex absolutely. can be optimal even in a Chiefs win. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, I agree 100 percent because that's how this team is. And I do think the caveat here is if that happens there's most likely no Travis Kelty at all for sure. Mm. Like we have to, so that's just, just remember that like, you know, Kelsey takes up a, a good chunk of their fantasy scoring just in general. Um, and so if he's out, like in our minds, we think, well, all that production has to go somewhere. Well, yeah, it does. They spread it out between 10 people like that. That's where all the production goes. Um, which makes for good, which truthfully on a lot of showdown slates with the chiefs, makes it easier to build non-less duplicated lineups. Like, this is a slate, with the amount of Chiefs options there are, your dupe factor, you should, if you're building lineups that are duped like 100 times, like, don't do that. Like, we have enough options here. Yeah. And, and as uh, Defix says in the in the chat on YouTube, which you can obviously chat whenever you want, hit that thumbs up button. Cash on the table isn't even going to differentiate that much because... Like without Kelsey in, like it's quite possible, like the just like the best projected lineup even leaves like 2K on the table. Now that doesn't mean you have to get nuts and leave 15K yeah. on the table. Yeah, but absolutely. I think we may see a lot more duplicated lineups with higher salaries. And one way of uh of preventing that type of stuff is using the build settings in the lineup HQ. You could set a, a min and max salary in here. Absolutely. Right? I am showing yeah. it on the screen right now. Min salaries, I have zero to 50,000. Obviously, that's across the board. But if for whatever reason, if you didn't want to play a lineup that that is less, you know, there's more than 48,000, you could just type that in and it won't give yeah. you one. 
Now, oh. now, obviously, that's a hard code in. I mean, there may be some lineups at 48-2, 48-7 that you may want to play. There's a way to limit those. Mm-hmm. But if you want to build certain builds, like what I will do in lineup HQ, Will, is build 300 lineups of different types. So I yeah. may build 300 lineups that do spend most of the salary and then look through those and go, is there any ones in here that have a low enough product ownership that maybe I decide to play them? And then maybe yeah. then I start building a, a 300 set that maxes out at 48K. I also use these uh, players per team, mm-hmm. which is obviously you can use for classic, but it's not as useful for classic. It's like, oh, I don't want to play more than three Vikings on a 13-game slate. Is not really something that you usually have to put in. But if I do want to make like two, let's say I want to make two, four, two Chiefs, four Lions, I'll go in and, and specifically set Max two on the Chiefs, yeah. max four on the Lions, and then and run see what you get. And see right. what you get. Yeah. And then I'll run one fives, and then I'll run three threes. I'll run four twos the other way. And I could run up to 300 of each of these. It sounds like, a, it sounds, oh my God, you're building so many lineups. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking for 20 lineups that I, I want to play. And it's quite yeah. possible I may have to look through 1,200 lineups in order to find the one. Okay, this. This one doesn't look like it's going to be duplicated. This one, the the product ownership looks low enough. Of course, I have my own tools in Excel as part of theoryofdfs.com. Feel free to check those out in the advanced tools that I just export them from lineup HQ and I sort them out from there. I trim them down and I see what I want to play. What my diversity, do I want to play? Hey, you don't mind locking people in. Sometimes I'm like, sometimes maybe I play two out of 20 lines that don't have Mahomes. Right? Yeah. Which two do I want to play? It's so possible. You, could, you could do this in lineup HQ. You could change your build settings. And uh, one of the one of the features is the players per team tab in the build rules, specially useful for showdown to build different types of constructions. The only the only bad point is that I the, the upgrade would be if you're able to like set multiple types and use like almost like the stacks. Yeah. I want 20% four twos, I want 30% three threes. That would be the perfect world. So if anyone's listening on the dev team, that would be a good addition. But for yeah, now, and, you and I use that for baseball a lot, right? Uh, a lot. Uh, let me say this too, Blender. And this is, you know, once again, I, I always kind of pull this this quote out from my my DFS historical quote bank that I have in my brain here. And this is old school from JM to win. And this is something I I learned from JM a long time ago. And it's always something that stuck with me in DFS. And, and this is what he said. Well, it's kind of two quotes, but the first one is, um, don't be afraid to think for yourself. That was quote number one. Don't, don't be afraid to think for yourself. And then quote number two, and this was more specific to football when he was doing a football tutorial at one point. He said, don't be afraid to have the imagination, right, to build an outcome that's nothing like no one else is talking and and really like if you think about it that's dfs right if if everybody's building the same then you especially in showdown and this was pre-showdown so you know context is everything this was pre-showdown but in showdown if if you've got just a little bit of imagination blender you're you're a lot closer to taking it down than you think now maybe that means maybe that means you're duped five times rather than a hundred I'll take the five-time do. No problem. Every, every day of the week. If I played every showdown slate and I just had a five dupe, 
even whether it wins or not, I don't care, right? So that, that's the thing. I don't care if we get. I want first place, but I'm saying if I'm at like 50 and it was only Duke five times, then guess what? You're on. You're on the right path. Just keep sticking and keep having imagination to think about a different outcome. And all you need is one bait for the year. Like if you went, if you hit, but if you hit two hundred thousand, for this one, dude, will will. You just need one big for the decade with these types of contests. Correct. You win solo, that's a million dollars. Exactly. Exactly. So I just want to point that out because that's something that I've always carried with me uh, throughout my process and just make sure I keep that top of mind. Like, just have a little bit of imagination to think and think for yourself and you'll be fine. And I'm, that doesn't mean don't listen to people that are smarter than you. It means don't second guess yourself if you're on to something, especially in DFS. All right, Blender, back to you. Uh, I want to take a mailbag question from JWH in the chat. Send in your questions. If, you, if you're not watching this live, especially uh, send in your questions to our mailbag. There'll be, a, there should be a mailbag segment on every show, but if you don't send the questions, we can't do one. So send them in questions at theory And uh, we'll be covering your, any DFS strategy questions you want on the show. Uh, in the chat, JWH asks, Blender, when you play 10 to 20 in Showdown, just curious, given the variance, do you typically enter a 20-entry max or 150 max? To me, it's not the number It's not the, the number of entries that matters. It's what the payout structure is. And th- typically, the flatter the payout structure, the more likely I play more lineups because I retain more equity in the contest. And the t- more top-heavy, I play less lineups. And... The size of the contest, like we t- we take a look at this showdown tonight. Like there's a three, I think there's a three dollar twenty max that has, I believe, like hundred and sixty thousand entries. The main contest is ten dollars and has like two hundred and sixty thousand, two hundred, like like not absurd over that. The first contest, the twenty max, pays forty thousand a first. Okay, and it's showdown. I don't care what 20th place pays because you're always, you you can't be profitable really without like binking, without getting the nuts with right. these size contests. So to me, it's like the type of contest that's going to, the type of lineup that's going to bink the 20 max at 150,000 entries and the one that's going to win the $10 one at 250,000 entries probably isn't going to be that different. It may be duplicated two or three extra times, Right. But one contest pays 40K. Let's say it's a five-way dupe at 40K, right? How much do you mm-hmm. make then with a five-way dupe, an eight-way dupe at one million to first? I make w- way more money, one million to first, even though, you know, yes, it's very top-heavy, but I'm not playing 150 lineups. I don't I don't need to retain, you know, min cash equity to, you know, to keep my bankroll going. Yeah. So to me, like when people say, oh, if you can't, if you can't, do the max, don't play the contest. I think that lineups are, are independently plus or ne- minus EV no matter what. You could play one lineup into 150 max with a million entries. The Millie coming up, the $5 Millie on Sunday, if you wanted to play two lineups into it, that's fine. But make those lineups so they could win that contest. That's the only difference. Yeah. Don't don't say, I only have two lineups. Let me play everyone that's 15, 20% owned and, or more. Like, no, you have to build the riskiest lineups within yeah. reason that you can for that contest. And you can only play two of them. But let's talk through that. I think that's a great point that you brought up because, and I, and I, I think I remember this. I can't remember how long ago it was, 
But me and you had a discussion slightly offline one night. It was during baseball season. And you know how it is. I think both of us that day, for whatever reason, we ended up on the same types of bills that day. Like, for whatever reason. And we were just kind of in the MLB chat. I I hand-built five lineups in the $5 GPP, right? Like, five. And I think we were on the White Sox and some odd stat. Something crazy we did. And, like, we didn't come in first, but I think, I don't know, I was third, you were fifth. It was something random. When we talked about it, it was like, well, you know, we just built for the contest. Like, that. that that's what we did that day in, in five lineups. And so I'm, I'm saying that to say, Blender, I've made just as much money, and, and, and you can everybody can go and check my results, playing one, one lineup in a 3K contest as I have playing two or three lineups in a $5 contest. Because you just have to understand how it works. Like, I don't have you're just to. not going to win them as often. I mean, that's the absolutely. I mean, the, the, the time between, but you're spending less. So, like, when people will look at like my Twitter feed and go, oh, you haven't posted a screenshot in a long time. It's like, dude, if I win one GPP a year, that's that's it. That's all. That's literally all I need because I don't play 150 entries. Now, I'm not yeah. necessarily playing the smaller field stuff where it's a little bit flatter. It's like, no, I'm building large field lineups. Playing 10, 20, some 40, 50, depending on the slate and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, when you play 150 and it's a 10 and you're spending 1500 to $3,000 a day, like you need to like win like once a month in order right. to make up right. for that. So like, yeah, the top volume players, you, you will, you will see that and that you could go on downswings, 300,000, $400,000 downswings. I'm avoiding that. It's like, yes, yeah. I'm limiting my upside, right? But my downside is that, you know, I'm not going on $100,000 downswings. What? But you have to realize that, like, DFS at its core, if you're going to play it well, right? Me and you, Will, we've been playing for a long time. I've been playing for, what, eight years? Yeah. You have to really yep. get accustomed to losing. And knowing yes. that that's the expectation. You're going in every day. They only pay typically top 20-ish percent at all yeah. in these contests. Yeah. So and, and some of the larger ones now four out of five days, you're got your that the expectation is that you're gonna lose. If you do better than that, you're you're happy as a pig and shit. And but some, like, some of the higher stakes contests now are like 14, 15%. It's crazy. Right. So so and, and Blender, I'm I'm glad you said it I'm gonna parlay that back into something I said earlier in terms of when we were talking about Kelsey and I, and maybe, maybe people glossed over this statement, but here's something specific I said, which ties in what we talked about. I'm fading Kelsey, no matter what, if he scores 30 fantasy points tonight, no problem. I'll be right back here for Sunday. Like, be, right. Because- yeah, I, I, I will. I always, I always say to people, well, what if Kelsey scores 30? And it's like, then you lose. And you go, right. and then what? It's like, then is the DFS done? Right? Is DFS over? Is after after right. tonight's game? Is there no more daily fantasy? Because if there is no more daily fantasy, then I could understand that you need to win today. Yes, yeah, you're right. The game won't exist tomorrow, right? But the game exists tomorrow, so it's like it's Absolutely. just like the next poker hand, right? Yeah. Just keep on going. So like for for the showdown tonight with you not playing Kelsey, I know people, if especially if he's inactive, are going to lean towards the MVSs, the Sky Moors, you know, of the world, right? Noah Gray. Do you think that it 
building a lineup that has Sky Moore in it and then replacing Sky Moore with someone like Justin Ross and leaving the rest of the salary on the table. Or you, you build a lineup with MVS and then you just play Rasheed Rice, even though he will project lower. Or are you the type of person that's going to pay up to be contrarian because Kadarius Tony is, is you know, nursing an injury. I'm not sure how many snaps he's going to play, but he may be the similar type to what you mentioned with Kelsey that Kadarius Tony may play the important snaps. And right. when he's on, when, and when he's on the field, even if he only plays 20 snaps, they may be plays that are designed specifically for him. Absolutely. And, and Blender, and the thing is that's actually not far fetched because we saw a little bit of that last year where if he comes in, they, they're going to make a conscious effort to get him the ball on most of those snaps. Not all, not all, but a lot of those snaps. I think the way I'm going to approach this slate today, and you know, like I said, we've we've done shows a lot. Patrick Mahomes gets the lock button, and then I'm I'm going to lock in one more lion, but I haven't decided who that is yet at 11:40 a.m. my time. Um, and then what what I'm going to do is I'm going to stream everybody else around those pillars. So Mahomes, Mahomes, I can tell you right now, is getting the lock button, hands down, no matter what. He's, he's getting the lock button. Once I decide which lion that I, I want to lock in, then it's going to get a lot, in, a lot easier for me from there because I'm going to stream all the... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I have to play Rice. I'm, I'm going to have to play because I don't know which one of these guys catches the 40-yard touchdown and maybe two or three more passes. It could be all of them. It could be none of them. But it's going to be at least one or two that have nice games. And so I have to stream them because they don't have as – they're not going to have uh, condensed production like the Lions, like, you know, some of these other teams that we'll see, uh, like the Bengals, for instance. We know where the ball is going pretty much every game. We're not going to get that from them. So from a prop perspective on, on tonight's slate, I want to highlight. Uh, I want to highlight the fact that, like, I looked, I looked right before, uh, and as Will disappears again, but I looked right before the show, and uh, based on the blitz projections, 
Josh Reynolds over 26 and a half receiving yards, minus 120 on bet MGM shows a positive edge. Now, if you were part of, if you were a Roto Grinders member, either a combo premium or props and pick them member, we could go down. I, I'm looking at the props and pick them for, for NFL that I'm scrolling down. I see Britt, Josh Reynolds, over 20 and a half receiving yards, minus 115. He posted this uh, yesterday afternoon. So at some point yesterday, the this line was down at 20 and a half somewhere. And then also, I believe, I believe Kyle posted, yeah, Kyle Murray on, on the early this morning. Josh Reynolds over 25 and a half receiving yards at minus 115. So like you see that these lines move, right? So getting them early, I mean, I say this, I say this so often when it comes to betting. Price, the number and the price matters more than the outcome, right? Doesn't matter. Oh, Josh Reynolds, oh, if he puts up 40 yards, it's not going to matter. Yeah, you're right. It's not going to matter. Right. But when what happens when he when he goes for 24 yards? There's a percentage of time he catches 24 yards and you had 26 and a half and you lose. But if you got it at 20 and a half on the over, you would have won. Okay. Add that up for the whole course of the season, especially if you're making five, 10 bets a day, more than that. Add that up. It's quite possible that a good five to 7% of your bets, if you would have gotten the earlier number, would have won. And then you also have to, deal with the price of like, oh yeah, well, I'm going to, I'm going to bet, I'm going to bet this at, uh, at minus 120 when you could have gotten it at minus 105, right? 15 cents better if you would have gotten it 10 hours earlier, right? Add that up five, 10, 20 bets a day on average for whatever amount of time that adds up to a lot of money. Like you may, the, the, the margins on sports betting for, for professionals that make money profitably throughout the year is is small, but not talking. No one no one has forty percent ROIs in sports betting, right? Five ten percent, you 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 you're great. Twelve percent, you're 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 doing wonderful. So like getting them early, getting the best price, getting the best number matters more than showing up a half an hour before a game starts and. Oh, what 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 what's what's good on oh what's good on prize picks, Will? I mean, I mean, even in your your prop shop, Will. I mean, MLB today. I mean, I look at the I look at prize picks and underdog like before I go to sleep, like to see if there's anything if they if they put up an MLB they put up a strikeout number or mm-hmm. a pitching outs number that is off. I look at the bat projections. I look at our plate IQ projections, and I go. Yeah, this one, this one is, you know, a full strikeout off. Like, let me, let me hit this now. And you know, you, you will have, how often is it more or less than half the time that you'll wake up in the morning and the number has moved in your favor? Um, probably almost every time. <laughs> well, that's the point that I'm like, every time. Yeah, half, yeah. half the time you're like, okay, I'm going to bet, I'm going to bet, uh, this pitcher, you know, over six and a half, over seven strikeouts, over six strikeouts, you wake up and it's now six and a half, right? Yeah. You do under, I'm going to do under five strikeouts and then you wake up and it's four and a half, right? Yeah. 
Or you look yeah. between the sites. You look at underdog. You look at sleeper. You look at at vivid. You look at prize pick. You look across the board, and you go, "Oh, there's one site that that is that left up a stale number." Mm-hmm. You know, take the under there, and then don't take it on another site. So, like for for MLB tonight, I want to hit on some uh, some ML- unless you have also some uh, NFL stuff for just tonight's game. Oh, uh, uh, well, I've already put my prize picks videos up. Oh, oh, you're up. Yeah. You're, is that available on YouTube? Yeah, and I did that yesterday. So I, I put it up yesterday for today's game. Um, okay. I, you so, know, so, I, what, so what do you – so a, a sneak preview. So I, I'll go ahead and give you one since I see uh, Grant. I, I've actually got Mahomes at two and a half uh, passing, rushing, or receiving yards. So they gave us an out. With okay. The, is, is this on underdog or prize picks? This is prize picks. Price. This is okay. on prize picks. They gave us an out. So having that extra ability for him to rush a touchdown in as well, I, I thought was was pretty advantageous versus just the passing. So we got two and a half pass rush or receiving. Now, I'm not expecting him to catch a passing touchdown, but we've seen stranger things with Kansas City. So um, I definitely um, – I, I think that one was was advantageous, especially since I'm, I'm projecting him to pick up the bulk of the load on offense. Like – if, if they don't score touchdowns, I, I lose. But I'm, I'm expecting him to get it done. And um, so yeah, that, that's that's one of my, my preview plays. I will I say this MLB. Do you got anything for MLB? Because I I I all I know is that I hit last night. I hit uh, Ryan Pepio under five. Mm-hmm. I hit Luis Castillo under seven, and I hit Max Fried over five and a half. And on Prize Picks, Pepio <coughs> down to four and a half. Castillo's down to six and a half and Freed's up to six. And yeah. that's a good sign that I'm good, but it doesn't mean to be clear. That means you don't take them now. Like that's, that's the key. It's like, it's 1148 in the morning, Eastern time. And the games aren't until like seven hours, but the value right. is gone. Right. Yeah. So getting on them early. Is there anything that's currently up on underdog or prize picks that, you know, now that people may be looking late, could possibly find some value in. Right. I definitely think, you know, giving Erod a shot at five and a half strikeouts um against the against the Yankees is okay. I do want to I do want to comment on what you're saying, Blender, because see for me, you know, I'm I'm a handicapper at heart. And so I'm not always going to agree with the projections. And so in waiting if, if, if I'm going to go against the bat that day, as an example, and I'm not, so let me get this out there. I'm not always going against the bat. I'm not always going against our projections, but sometimes I will. And so when that, when that is the case, like for instance, yesterday, um, I went against the bat on Peralta, like Peralta opened at seven and a half. He was at seven and a half. Everybody took the under. I just waited all day until he yeah, got but, to but seven. I think that's the key. Will, when you're against that, what did I mention before? Get the best price, get the best number. If you could see that, because Peralta opened at seven and a half, right, with strikeouts. And, of course, I look at the bat projections and our plate IQ projections. And if you go based on the pitch count and the projected Pirates lineup that day, it was projected for, like, a mean of, like, 6.2, 6.3. That's exactly what it was. I I hammered the under. I made as many, you know, like, four picks, five picks with him. Peralta moves to seven. Right, and then I took him, and then you right because you know you if you're gonna wait for the better number, don't don't take over seven and a half when you could get over seven. And hell, 
depending on on how you think the market is going to move, maybe you wait even later till it gets to six and a half, and then you take the over. Right, and let's and let's talk through that because I think what people have to understand is sometimes the sports book is different than the pick'em site, right? So on the sports book, I'm going to take that seven and a half because I'm getting it plus money. So that like you have to understand that, like I'm, I'm getting plus money, but the the difference is I, I think for me is. When, when the lines are moving, I, I just pull up SAO and I say, okay, this is at six, six and a half right now, but it's looking like it's going to shift down. So I just wait for the next update. It shifts down if I want the over. Then I take it at six versus six and a half because now I've got some value. And so we're, we're basically doing the same thing in reverse. And I'm doing the same thing you're doing as well. If it's um, If I know it's going to shift down, obviously I got to take it right away. But if I want the over or the under in a different direction, I just wait for the line to move, and then I get it at that point later in the day. That's the to me. That's the only value in, in late is if you're trying to handicap that day and you know the line's going to shift. Right. That, that that goes along with the fact that most of sports betting is not picking the right team or picking the right prop. It's just getting the best price and best number. For what you do want to do, even if, even, even if you're, you don't have an edge, handicapping or with projections, like dude, like there's no reason if you're gonna bet on tonight's game, like for you know a total, that if FanDuel has it at you know, whatever the total is over minus one ten, and DraftKings has it at minus one fifteen, like like just bet it on. FanDuel at minus 110. I mean, like, like the five cents, like you don't think much of it, even on a $10 bet now, but add that up. If you just add it all up and you see at the end of the year, it's like, wow, had I just made, if I just moved my thumb to the other app and clicked on the button there, and I did that a couple of times a day for a grand total of 12 seconds, it would have been the difference of four or five thousand dollars by the end of the year. Right. Right. Yeah. And man, look, you know, I think it's important to talk about that because realizing, you know, the holes in your process, that's how you get better. You know what I'm saying? And and so one side isn't better than the other. You just have to know the game. Right. You, you just have to know the game. And so if, for instance, and I, I think you brought up something that was beautiful there. There's a big difference in getting something at minus 120 every day and minus 140 every day. Like by the end of the year. Like it's a so huge that's a humongous difference. There's a humongous yeah. difference of those. Yeah. 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 And like and like you said, you might not see it every day. And, and that's specifically talking sports books because that that's where it's going to come into play and be be most important. But I think on the pick'em sites, understanding how they how they move right so i know and, and you know the best lines compared to projections are right when the when they start dropping the 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 projections right when they start dropping the, their, their product that's right. if, if you're gonna follow the projections you better get it right then and there like and and for us that's two three four in the morning Right, so, uh, so it depends on so they post throughout the day. It's not the type of thing. So they'll post a couple overnight. They'll post a couple in the morning. Typically, fantasy point projections. 
come out go late. up on yeah. underdog and prize picks not until like 11 a.m like right it's right. like a series threat but knowing how the market works and when right. they release stuff definitely helps right. you get the best price or the best number yeah and, and when the fantasy point props come out on underdog it's a little bit different you've probably got i'm going to give you blender three to five minutes to identify and get them right because if you don't they're going to start shifting immediately like in, in the way that you, you don't want right um price picks is a little bit different i i will say this this year price picks has not put out as many uh early on they've been a lot more staggered outside of the early strikeout so they'll give you a, a nice mix of strikeouts but then there's an update that's going to come somewhere between 9 9 30 and that's where you're going to get the bumps one way or another and then they will add more strikeout offerings right and then as the line shift again they will bump again accordingly. So it, once you once you know how they're going to work it, last year was a little different because they put them all out early in the morning. If you didn't get them, like forget it. So for today on Prize Picks, so you're you're for the Eduardo Rodriguez strikeout? Yeah, yeah. At five and a half, I'm taking more. Um, I'm taking more than five and a half against the against the Yankees. And realistically, I, I just. I haven't been high on Carlos Rodon. I've pretty much taken less than his projection every start, Blender, and it's mostly worked out. I'm just not thrilled about him today. At 28 and a half fantasy points, though, I'm going less than Carlos Rodon on that against Detroit. Okay. Well, you can get more of uh, Chiefs picks and pick em stuff and prop stuff with our props and pick em package here at Roto Grinders, as well as, you know, releases those videos almost every day. Uh, you can subscribe to this YouTube channel, the Scores and Odds channel, the YouTube Shorts. Chief, uh, where else can people find you on Twitter? Yeah, find me on Twitter at ChiefJustice06. Um, in terms of football, I'll be I'll be doing the Prize Picks videos this year. I'll be on the Blitz Show with uh, Derek Cardi and Alex Dunlap, and I will be your host this season, all season except my my uh, wedding weekend, the weekend I get married. Uh, for the Sunday showdowns, every Sunday night showdown, I will be on uh, talking a little bit about that particular slate. So it uh, should be a fun season. Okay, well, check out that stuff. Click on that link in the description. Get $10 off your combo premium Roto-Grinder subscription. You get everything. You get get all the content I've shown you. The showdown, Sims, the HHQ, the showdown, NFL, lineup advice, Squirrel Patrol. You get the grind down. Some of the stuff. Is for premium. Some of the stuff is we got some free stuff up. Go to rotogrinders.com, check it all out. And uh, we'll be talking a little bit more about NFL week one strategy tomorrow. And uh, tonight we got uh, we got grinders live for MLB, we got crunch time, we got uh, the showdown pre lock show, we got tons of content coming out tomorrow for NFL as well. So subscribe to the channel, hit that thumbs up button, hit the notification bell to know when we go live. If I go live here, Monday through Fridays, 11 o'clock Eastern on Roto Grinders today.